everybody. We are so happy that you joined us again for another episode. Today, I'm struggling a little bit, so y'all just overlook the fact that I sound like Barry White. I already naturally have a, a low voice, and when I get sick, it gets lower. And this past weekend, me and my son and my husband went to visit my in-laws in North Carolina and I'm fine. I never struggle with allergies, but whatever evil blooms on the trees this time of year there got me. And I mean, I have just, I'm going to be sucking on cough drops the whole time. <laughs> I might cough a couple of times. I apologize in advance. Can't get enough of <laughs> Yeah, if I break out into Barry White, <laughs> it's because I sound like him. But today we're going to be talking about something that's so important in life. And that is laughter. Oh my gosh, yes. Laughing at ourselves, laughing with other people, laughing at life in general. It's so easy to take things so seriously. And yeah, just learning how to lighten up a little bit. Like you said, yes. sometimes we take stuff so serious and just laughing sometimes can make you feel so much better and just take the edge off. It can. And you know, Christy, that you and I laugh at ourselves. <laughs> We laugh with other people a ton, and we laugh at each other. Yes. We love to make fun of each other. Yes. It's one of our favorite pastimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is It is easy. We were saying that, you know, there's so much pressure in life. You've got pressure at work. You've got pressure at home. You mm-hmm. just feel like you're constantly pressured to perform and to do well at everything. And sometimes... We don't do well at everything. No, we don't. And we're also so critical of ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know most people are like this. We tend to be so critical of ourselves and, you know, we're not perfect and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's okay. Well, and that's one of the things too that I think laughter and laughing at yourself can help point out is it kind of keeps you humble. It it makes you realize that you're not above mistakes and you're Mm -hmm. not above flaws and just being self-aware, it really helps you stay self-aware. Yeah. And for me, it gives me like a certain amount of self-acceptance of like, I suck at that or that was dumb or (laughs) I can't do that at all, but I laugh at myself. Even if it's something I might need to work on, I still can accept it a little easier if I can laugh at it. Yeah. Well, I also think it can help you like diffuse a situation, an argument or a really serious situation, like Steve and I, my husband, we've been like in an argument before. And then one of us say something funny to the other one or pick at the other one and we can't help it and we'll start laughing. Well, then it kind of just diffuses. You know, I may have hated him five minutes before, but now I'm laughing at him and I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. And you're like, was it really that important to begin with if we're laughing now? Look, my son and my husband are pros at that. They know (laughs) they can use that on me. And my husband's always used it, and now my son is five, so he's, you know, Nevada's leading by example in that. And so when I'm really upset with them or I'm just going on about something, they love to crack a joke because they know chances are I'm going to laugh and then I'm going to forget about whatever they did. <laughs> yeah, it's a great tool to use. <laughs> Plus, you just feel better. You know, I just think you feel better after you laugh at something, especially if you laugh at yourself. It's yes. not always easy to do, but... Yes, definitely. I I have to take a sip of water, so you have to just hang on for a second. (laughs) Okay, Barry. (laughs) (laughs) I also think, um, you know, it can really be a great tool for personal growth. 
Yes. You and I were talking yes. about this earlier. Mm-hmm. You brought up some really good points about that. Well, like well, I was saying, it can help you accept your flaws, but just like certain things I might laugh at myself about because I don't want to take myself too seriously. I also, it points those out, those flaws out to me and helps me to work on them without being overly critical, but it, it helps me with personal growth. Well, I also think that it sort of <coughs> takes the power away from whatever it is, like if it's somebody's making fun of you or you're making fun of yourself, like mm-hmm. say you mispronounce something or you have a bad habit that's, you know, whatever it is that you're laughing at. I think if you just kind of acknowledge it and laugh at it, then it kind of takes the power away from whatever it is, like the negative part of it and okay. helps you be like less defensive where before you may have been kind of defensive, like, oh, well, I might do that, but you know. Right. It's, it's okay. It's so serious. Yeah. You're it, taking it so yeah, seriously. It, it just helps kind of put some of that. Are you okay? Yes. I'm sorry. I feel like my throat right, right now, you know how we're talking about laughter, but you know, if you're in a situation, me and you are the worst, where you're not supposed to laugh. Like in church or you something. automatically yeah. want to laugh. I know I'm not supposed to cough. So I automatically, it's like, I need to cough. I need to Do cough. Do you need another cough drop? <coughs> Perhaps. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <clears throat> I just hate that you're struggling like that. We're going to laugh about this later. Yes, I know. <laughs> this is, I'm destroying this episode. I apologize. Okay, so uh, another thing with laughter, I think, is being able to be with somebody if you're laughing or if you, you laugh at yourself is to, I mean, I sound like I've died right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you can laugh at yourself and laugh with somebody, it may encourage them to relax. You know, maybe somebody's really stressed and they're having a hard time. Yeah. I know like with me and you, I mean, it's our offset to stress. When we get really stressed or we're really feeling under pressure, laughter is just, that's our go-to. Well, yeah. And if you're not having a good day or somebody else is not having a good day and you do feel uptight, because I have days, I mean, I'd love to laugh and I'm a jokester. Whatever, but sometimes when I'm in a bad mood or having a bad day, I mean, you just don't want to laugh. Right. But but laughing and doing something to take that edge off can just really help alleviate your bad mood, the whole situation. I agree. Um, it, it eases, we talked about this a little bit earlier, it eases the pressure of perfection because we are so hard, hard on ourselves and it really puts us in a place where we realize we don't have to be perfect. We can laugh and everybody laughs with us. And it just feels good to kind of be imperfect and realize that that's okay. And that just makes us human. Exactly. Um, You know, I know personally, I've struggled with perfectionism a lot. I've Mm -hmm. gotten better as I've gotten older, just because I'm learning to just embrace who I am, my flaws and everything. But I think it's really important to be able to laugh at yourself and to let some things go and realize It is okay to not be perfect. And also, everybody's idea of perfect is not the same. So, we're all individuals with different quirks and different things that we have that may not be exactly what somebody else thinks is the perfect way to be. But, you know, you are who you are. Not that you should never stop improving and trying to be a better person and, you know, fix your weaknesses or whatever it is. But it's okay not to be perfect and just to laugh at that. And right. Say, and you, you never want to laugh at yourself in a in a self-deprecating kind of way. I mean, you know, some people use that as like a tool to, um, I don't know, to fit in, like they make fun of themselves or yeah. whatever. And obviously that's not where we're talking about. 
we're just quite simply talking about laughter and how it's so good for your soul. It's good for so many situations. And we talk about a lot of heavy subjects on the podcast sometimes. And so even that, just talking about how it's nice to just laugh and to not take things too seriously. It's very therapeutic mentally for me. When I am feeling like I'm taking stuff really seriously, which you know I have a habit of doing, I can take yeah. things really seriously yeah. sometimes. But offsetting that with laughter, making fun of myself, just having fun with you or whatever, it really alleviates my stress and helps me mentally to have more clarity and just feel better about everything. Just a little bit of laughter and a little bit of shaking it off. Yeah. Well, I get really uncomfortable, too, if I'm in a situation where things are so serious and there's tension mm-hmm. or whatever that makes me extremely uncomfortable. So sometimes this may be inappropriate, but sometimes I'll crack a joke or something in that situation right. to kind of diffuse it just a little bit. I think that's a little bit of a protection mechanism that I have because it does make me so uncomfortable, but also it can lighten the mood when you just laugh and you kind of point out the, is it the pink elephant or the, I started to say white elephant. No, it's the pink elephant. Yeah, the mm-hmm. white white elephant is a Christmas game. <laughs> yeah. the, the pink elephant in the room. Well, this just, this just came to me. You're talking about using it to like break the ice. When we were younger, do you remember, because we all know elevators can be awkward moments for everyone. If you're stepping onto an elevator and you're yeah. in this tiny space and you're dinging up every floor. When we were younger, do you remember, I'm talking about us and our siblings. Yeah. How we would do just like weird, stupid stuff when we got (laughs) on the elevator. What are some of those things? I can't remember. I know one of them is one of us would open up like the pocket of our our shirt or our purse and say, do you have enough air in there? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And one of us would stand there and every time that it would get to the next floor would say, ding. (laughs) Oh, I like this one. This one, um, one of us would walk. There was four of us, so it had to be four things. One of us would walk directly into the elevator and stand in the with our nose in the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like we would just walk straight in off the floor into the elevator and stand in the corner. I don't remember what the other one was. I can't was. remember either. We had several. Oh, I know. Yeah, we would change it up. Um, sometimes we would just go in and sit down. Oh, yeah. Just sit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> just sit. Yeah. So anyway, that just popped into my head. And I remember, well, at first people would look at you like, these people are what crazy. What is wrong with you? But, but then, a lot of times they would do that the whole time, but then other times they would just start laughing. Well, and, and like, it depended on the person. Some people couldn't wait to get off the elevator with us. <laughs> yes. But for the most part, people laughed with us and got the humor in it, and then it made an awkward situation, well, a little bit more awkward, but then, then <laughs> but funny. But in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, I agree. It's a great, I guess, icebreaker, you, you could say. Well, and also, you know, there's a lot of science that backs up how laughter can affect you in such a positive way. It can it right. can actually affect your health. Yes, definitely. Like it's definitely scientifically proven that it can help you. And when we were getting ready for this episode, we knew what we were going to be talking about. So Christy and I actually looked up some of the ways scientifically that laughter and laughing is good for your health. We want to share some of those things with you. Yes, and I love these because 
I have actually experienced some of these myself, actually probably all of these, like the effects of it. And we all know that it reduces stress, that laughter can reduce stress. And I don't know if you've been in a situation, like I said earlier, that was uh, really tense or, or you're really stressed, just that laughter can immediately alleviate some of the stress. I mean, that's what I use. That's what I use it for. Like I, like I just, I'm like, I just need to talk about something funny or say something funny or do something fun, something lighthearted because that's my main source. Um, or not my main source, but it's definitely one of my main sources for stress relief when I get stressed. Well, it's actually proven to to increase your oxygen intake. Yes. Which is huge. Um, it stimulates your heart, your lungs, and your muscles. It increases endorphins produced by your brain. That's, we love endorphins. Yes. That's endorphins the same thing that happens when you work out. And yes. I mean, just a little bit of laughter. How cool is that? Yeah. A little bit of laughter can actually increase the endorphins in your brain. Yeah. I love that. Um, it cools down your stress response. We just talked about that. And that's definitely something outwardly I notice about it for me is that my response to stress isn't the same if I can break it up with a little bit of humor, laughter, yes. lighten the mood. Yes. Um, it also decreases your heart and blood, heart rate and blood pressure. So like when you're really upset or really stressed, you know, people's blood pressure tends to go up, their heart rate increases. I mean, I've actually seen people physically where their face would be red and mm-hmm. they would just get so upset and or be so stressed that, I mean, their face would be red and they would just be irate. Um, but laughter actually can decrease your heart rate and lower your blood pressure. And like you just said, sometimes you see that visibly on a person, but think mm-hmm. about all the times that's not something a lot of times you're aware of that your heart rate has just increased or your blood pressure right. has gone up. I mean, we don't even know how many times that's probably saved us and relaxed us just yeah. from laughing because it's definitely it's, not it's always decreasing visible. decreasing our blood yeah. pressure and, you know, calming our heart rate. Yeah. So, and, and also more, it, it has long-term benefits. So I think this is why you should laugh often and regularly. Yes. It has long-term health benefits. Like it, it, it's actually been proven to boost your immune system. I need that right now. I must need to laugh more because I'm <laughs> yes, sick right do. now. So yes, I do. need more laughter in my life. Um, I thought this was really cool. It actually can ease pain by producing natural pain relievers in your body. It can actually help your body produce something that like kills pain. And I think that is so, that's that incredible. is so neat. Yeah. I, I, mean, I didn't, it's something I didn't know. I, I, a lot of these, I'm like, yeah, okay. I think I've read that somewhere, but I didn't realize that it can actually ease pain. Well, you know, when you put all of these together, mm-hmm. so think about a person in pain, they, they may need more oxygen or they may need um, more, oh, more, more blood flow yeah. or, or, um, less stress. So, I mean, kind of when you add all these up together, it makes sense that your body actually produces like a natural painkiller. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't think of it that way that all of these things we just mentioned actually, yeah, it makes you healthier. Yeah, I mean, that's so a lot that better makes, than taking yeah. ibuprofen. Improves your mood. Of course, we've talked about that a lot. It yes. just it just improves your mood. It just makes you a better person have, to be around. Have you, ever, have you ever been just in a really rotten mood? Just like really? Um, yeah. You let yourself get in, uh, what is it, Mama? I said Molly Grub. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Just in a that. really rotten mood. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, you said Nevada and Dax do this, mm-hmm. crack a joke, somebody says something really funny to you, or they, they kind of make fun of you, or whatever, and even though you don't want to laugh, you laugh anyway, and immediately, whether you want it to or not, it immediately boosts your mood and, and makes you feel better. I do this to my kids all the time when they're, in a, you know, because right. teenagers, I mean, that's all I have to say about that and mood. But a lot of times I will say something funny or pick at them or do something to make them laugh because they'll be in a really rotten mood. And once I make them laugh, they're like, oh, okay. Then they'll act like my humans again instead of aliens. That's funny that you said that because I was just talking to our friend Angie yesterday and she was saying to me that sometimes she would tell her girls to just, let's just laugh, let's just have fun, let's just make a joke, because she taught them the same thing. Like, let's not take life too seriously. Hey, we've been stressed, or we've been talking about this subject. Let's just laugh. And she reminds them, let's not take it too seriously. Let's just laugh, let's have fun. And we know that about her, because yeah, she's one of our favorite things to do is to hang out with her, and we laugh constantly. she's she's Um, Which goes to the next thing that's actually a scientifically proven um, benefit of laughter. It helps you connect with other people. Yes. That's so, I love it. Going back to like a personal relationship, like with your husband or a spouse or mate, laughing with them, I've always found that is something that makes me feel closer to, to, to closer with them. Yeah. When we can laugh together about something, no matter what it is, it just immediately makes you feel closer to that person, you know, and obviously not just a spouse, a friend, even a stranger. It immediately kind of gives a little connection when you can laugh together with somebody. So that makes, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I agree. I feel bonded, not just, I mean, definitely with my husband because he is, he's uh, to the point of annoying because he loves <laughs> to poke fun of me, at me. And now I have a little mini him running around yes, doing do. it. So I have to learn to laugh at myself because they do it all the time. But I always feel... Christy, you know how I love to be connected to people and I love yes. people and I like I feed off of energy and I, I feel bonded with people after I laugh with them. Yeah. Even if it's a stranger, you know, you crack a mm-hmm. joke at the post office or something. I feel bonded and I got to think that's some endorphin release, yeah. endorphins releasing in my brain too because it yeah. makes me feel like happier and just yeah. it, I feel that connection. I yes. guess I'm saying I physically can kind of feel that yeah. connection after I laugh with someone. Well, and you change the energy of a situation too. A lot of times when you if it's a stranger or a friend or anybody, it changes the whole energy in a room and around a situation when you can laugh with that person. It's like it has an effect not just with you, but it's almost like it affects the universe. I know that might sound no, a little cheesy, that. but it, it's, yeah. it affects the energy around you and affects I love in, that. in a really good way. Yeah, because you know how we say like you're vibing with somebody or yeah. you're not. I would say it changes the whole vibe yes. of a situation. Yeah, I really like that. That's awesome. So I think um, we should make fun of ourselves a little <laughs> bit now. Yes, this is <laughs> the best part of the episode. <laughs> so we're going to talk to y'all because we, we're telling y'all that we make fun of ourselves and each other. But to prove our point, we're going to tell y'all some of our flaws and some of our quirks and some of the things that we laugh at ourselves about and some of the things we laugh at each other about because we can laugh at each other for days. It's a good thing that we we are lighthearted <laughs> because we love to annoy each other and laugh at each other with stuff. Yes, yeah, some of these I'm not particularly 
real proud of, <laughs> but they are me, and the name of our podcast is Life Authentic. Mm-hmm. So this is this is uh, our authentic selves mm-hmm. that we're bearing to you right now. And I'm so hot right now. I just have to pause, y'all. If we get delirious, it may be because of the laughter, but it also may be because our AC went out. We are upstairs where we record this podcast is upstairs, and the AC went out, and it is hot yes, right now. It is. It's stifling. <laughs> so I'm I'm hot and I'm sick. But anyway, continue, Christy. So one of the things every everybody who knows me likes to make fun of this about me and my decision-making skills. Oh, my because gosh. <laughs> I, I, I have a really hard time with making, like, a quick decision. I'm trying to work on this, but, yeah. Y'all, we, like, so, board games is one of my favorites because me and my two younger siblings love, this is where we make fun of each other. So, board games are one of the things where, you know, you go around whatever game it is, if it's, Something that a lot of times you have to make a decision when you're playing something. And we all make so much fun of Christy because you're like, how much time you got? Oh, it's Christy's turn. You just hear the whole room. We love, she's such a good sport about it, but we love to rag her about how long it takes her to make a decision. Well, and I do laugh at myself about this, but I have found little ways to help with this. Like, for instance, when I go in a restaurant, a lot of times I'll order the same thing every time. So I don't, <laughs> so I don't have to make a decision. I do that too. I do that too. (laughs) Um, So one of the things that I'm going to make fun of myself about, because y'all make fun of me about it constantly. So when I was young, I couldn't say my R's. Well, I'm 40 years old. I can say my R's now, but I couldn't enunciate my R's, I guess I should say. They turned out W's. Yeah. Instead of red, you'd say Mm -hmm. wed. Mm -hmm. World was. World. World. Yeah. Yeah. So, I struggled with that. When I was younger, it was kind of an insecurity. Well, now I'm older and I've I've grown out of it, thankfully. However, I still cannot say, and Christy has to say it because I can't say it. I can't say the word Aurora. So, that has two R's in it that I can't. It It will most definitely come out with a W like I'm eight years old all over again. So, yeah, we like to say Beth, say Aurora. <laughs> yeah, my brother will just randomly walk up or Christy or Val will walk up and just be like, say, I can't say it, Aurora. And I'm like, shut up. You know, I can't <laughs> say that. But So that's another way that I get made fun of. But I have to laugh at myself because it used to be a bit of a speech impediment. And now, you know. Well, in all fairness, that is a little bit tricky. It's a double R, Aurora. Christy, I'm 40 and I can't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really bad, it is but, funny. but thank you for that. So, I, there's so many about me, Beth. What, what's something else that, that y'all Oh, like you want like? me to tell you? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, you're very gullible. We can tell you anything. You're not this as much as you true. used to be. No, I've gotten we, better. We used to be able to tell you anything and you would just believe it. Yeah. I mean, we could go on for a long time. Yeah, and my brother Dave still, he still tries this a lot. He'll say something to me, but I'm getting better at it. I'm not quite as gullible as I yeah, used to be. Yeah, you're not as much as you used to be. But I remember, so Nevada, you know how he's a jokester. So he'll just make up an elaborate story and he'll lie. You know that about yes. him now. Yes. But when Christy first was around Nevada for a long amount of time, Nevada loves to say like, 
Yeah, and, you know, 1880, the pioneers brought this over. Like, it'll be something stupid that nobody's going to believe. And he'll go into this long story. It might be something in our house. And Christy goes, where did you get that? And, I mean, he will tell the most ridiculous story you've ever heard. And I'll be like, oh, that wow. is so neat. That's amazing. <laughs> and then I feel like such an idiot when everybody laughs. Oh, but you're his favorite kind of audience. <laughs> now you're on to his tricks. Yeah. But we could always make you believe stuff. And and it worked for us being your younger siblings because we can make you feel sorry for us real easy. Yes. I think we still do that to you a lot of times. I know our little brother does. Like, <laughs> plays on your sympathies. And, for sure. Yeah. So... That, that. Okay, yeah. your turn. What I have is, a great one about oh you. God. Your sense of direction. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is the worst <laughs> ever. Uh, you, are, you are not lying. Um, again, when I was younger, this used to, used to upset me. Because when I was driving, I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't figure things out. And I remember <laughs> my brother saying, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> And I would get so mad at him, but like I'm older, like I can't go anywhere. I I don't like you just embrace if it. I walk too far out into my backyard, I might get lost. I don't know why. It's just something in me. Like I you can't just don't have a built. I sense lose of my sense of direction yeah. very very easily, and I just had to learn as I got older to laugh at myself and always always have GPS because. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say it's really good now that we all have a GPS on our phone, right? Because now, sometimes that's great, but other times I feel like it is not the best because we totally forget how to do it on our own. We're like used to, we would go somewhere and we would just remember how to go there. Like with our brains. Now our brains totally disengage and we just listen to the GPS or watch the GPS on where to go. Kind of like phone numbers in your phone. Like when we were younger, I mean... We grew up in the 90s, so everybody yeah. had a home phone, and you memorized people's phone numbers. Oh, yeah. Heck, I don't remember anybody's phone numbers, because it's just a no. push of a button and a phone. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. Sometimes, yeah, I, th- I feel like it makes Yeah, the us- only ones I remember are like, like, I remember our home number from mm-hmm. when we were kids and things mm-hmm. like that, ones that are just like imprinted into my brain. Something else that I just realized, I realized when- that our brother Dave is the common denominator in a lot of the stuff <laughs> about making fun of us. Yes, which well, that's his favorite pastime for sure. True. If he were on here, he would he would have a list. I'm sure for us. he could come up with a lot. That's okay. I have a lot on him too that I could come up with. So how about this? I have one that you and I we share it on opposite ends of the spectrum, and that is in a crowd. Yeah. So in a crowd, a lot of times you. <laughs> so you you um, created awkward. No, you you created awkward silence. <laughs> but me, this is no better. But I have to fill an awkward silence. Yeah. So I think we're both awkward in that way. Yeah, and that we tend to laugh at ourselves. About so I that. realize why I do that. Like I'll say something really stupid, <laughs> just something like, or I'll that be you're nervous. Not too proud of. Yeah, or I'll say yeah. something before I think about it that'll be like really just dumb, <laughs> and then I'll feel dumb and awkward. So I'll just be like quiet oh my god then I'm like beating myself up like oh my god I can't believe I just said that they probably think I'm an idiot well and that's why being able to laugh at it I mean who hasn't been in a social situation like for instance what I was talking about with me feeling an awkward silence (laughs) can sometimes be worse because I'm just trying to fill a void because yeah an awkward silence makes me very uncomfortable I don't like to be uncomfortable so to offset that I say something to fill it and then I'm like 
I should have left that in awkward silence. So, <laughs> so coaches just make a bad situation worse. Yeah, but I feel like because we can walk away, who hasn't been in a social situation where you maybe are uncomfortable and you walk away and you beat yourself up over yeah. it? You know, like, yeah. oh, God, you know, did they like me or did I say the right thing? Yeah. To be able to say, heck, no, I didn't say the right thing. That was so dumb, but that was hilarious. Right. You know, I feel like that, again, keeps you from... Feeling as critical, you know, and chances are people don't even, they don't even realize as much as you do when you do that, that type of thing. Well, like you said, just kind of embracing it. I mean, and you can always try to be better. You can always look at things that maybe you're not happy with about yourself and try to improve and work on those things. That's great. I think you should Mm -hmm. always do that. But also don't beat yourself up too much. Like the awkward thing with me I'm just kind of like, I'm probably always going to be that way. I'll try to be better, but I'm probably always going to say something dumb and awkward sometimes. <laughs> and that's okay to me. Like, that's endearing about you. Like, your awkwardness, sometimes I make fun of you about it. But I'm like, that's, Christy, she's awkward sometimes. That's not really, I mean, I guess from another person's point of view, that's probably not as much of a flaw to me of your character as you might do yeah. it. You know, yeah. which of course I'm sure is why oh, we make fun sweet. of each other and laugh. Yeah. yeah. That was precious. I'll sing you a Barry White song later. <laughs> okay, so so it's your turn again. We're gonna oh, quit I, in a I minute, know, but. no, I know. But this is actually one of my favorites with you. I love to make fun of you about this. Um you are you're a very overall a very strong person. You just are. You're strong about so many things. Say more things like that. <laughs> But but if the tiniest spider gets near you, you break into hysteria. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody more scared, which you do have. You do have a valid reason to be scared of spiders. True. I would like to point out that I have been bitten by a poisonous spider and have a terrible scar because I was bitten by a poisonous spider. However, to Christy's point. I was scared of spiders before that. Way before I got bitten. <laughs> I always pick at you and tell you that you manifest them I because know. I can go a year without seeing a spider and we will be somewhere where you normally would not even see a spider and it will definitely find you and be in your face. <laughs> they follow me around. Yes. I promise they are in my car. I, I think we were, um, this has been a while back, so I don't remember. I think it was a restaurant, somewhere you would not ever yeah. expect a spider. And do you remember the spiders falling down yes, from the ceiling on a web? Right that was from, weird. They, they stalked me out, yeah. I'm telling you. But that is not untrue. You draw them. You draw I them am terrified of spiders, and I'm so embarrassed of myself if I ever am a... If I ever encounter a spider in a situation where I can't act like a lunatic... Because I have no control over it. I most certainly will act like a lunatic and it will be very embarrassing. So again, this is something that I get made fun of a lot about because... Do you you like the Spider-Man movies? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Spider-Man doesn't doesn't bother me. Spider-Man's fine. I'm fine with Spider-Man. But yeah, I am very terrified. Like, Do you remember when I came through the woods to your house? I was in the side by side. I will and it never was forget those, it. Scarred me for life. What are those big spiders that showed I, up? I don't know, but it literally scarred me for life. No, that's not right. What are they called? I don't know, but it was the biggest, creepiest, most awful spider that yeah. I've ever come in contact with. In my so life. I'm driving through the woods on the side by side, and all of a sudden I look to my left, and there is a huge, gigantic Ugh. spider. I guess I went through a, a web that I didn't see, and it's hanging right there by my face. 
Well, of course, it did kind of scare me because these spiders are enormous. But I thought, oh, my God, I have to let the spider stay here until I drive up and look. Beth she drives it. into my yard on her side by side with this gigantic. So, like, like the web is still hanging on. And they have really cool webs. Those, like, yellow. Oh, they're I like don't care bright about yellowish webs. gold it, webs. It's horrible. She <laughs> drives up and in her passenger side, basically, there is this ridiculous. And, I mean, she says she's scared, but. She was so, so ridiculously calm. Like, I would have wrecked. Immediately, <laughs> I would have wrecked. What did I do? I pulled up and said, Beth, come here and look at yes. this. Yes. So, yeah, I get tortured. I not only get made fun of, but I get tortured about it all the time because I really that was am. was kind of mean I'm, to me. But. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> now that I look back, oh it was kind of mean. But, you know, I, I I just have to laugh at it. And I will definitely, I don't, for the yeah. rest of my life, be terrified of spiders. And there's really nothing that I can do about it. So, no. yeah, it, people are going to encounter me in the future acting like a lunatic because I've seen a spider. <laughs> <laughs> I accept that. Okay, I got one more for you, and okay. then then we're going to talk about how we make fun of ourselves on this podcast. Yes. but And we're sharing all of this with y'all because we want you to be able to laugh at yourself, too. The whole point of this is to just kind of open up and be who we are and to remind you that it's just okay to laugh at yourself, and it's okay not to be perfect. And it's okay to laugh at us. I mean, yes. we're okay with that, too. Like, yeah. we have... Like, our whole crowd, we laugh with each other and at each other. Yeah. And it's perfectly I have, I have really tough skin when it comes to that. <laughs> I don't get offended easily. So, the last one I'm going to pick on you about is your facial expressions. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to pick on you about two things at once. Okay. I'm going to pick on you about your facial expressions, and I'm going to pick on you about the fact that you always think there's a sniper lurking outside our houses. <laughs> y'all, I have to explain this to y'all. The, the sniper one I'm going to go over first, because ever since we were young, we could be sitting in the house... And lots of chaos. And and Christy, I don't know what this is. I still haven't figured it out to this till this day, except that she thinks snipers are coming to get us. <laughs> she will go like, shh. And like, everybody has to be silent. <laughs> this is so weird, even when I say it. And she will go like over to a window and like peek out the blinds or peek out the curtains. And then everybody's allowed to continue on. And she just has to like check the perimeter and she she still does oh this God, to this day. She's done it since we were kids. Another thing that goes hand in hand, because sometimes there might be a murderer on the other end of the phone because her face expressions. Because she can answer a phone and you think something horrible has happened because she'll be like, hello. And it can just be like someone saying, hey, what's up? How's it going today? And her facial expressions... Don't convey that at all. Like, you are definitely sure that a tragedy has happened, not only on the phone, but in life in general. I always tell her she she can't hide her emotion because she wears it completely on her face. Yeah, I really, I really try to do better with this because a lot of times if I'm stressed or whatever, like my kids or Steve, or I don't even necessarily have to be stressed. Like, they'll look at my face and be like, are you mad? What's mm-hmm. wrong? And I'll be like, nothing. I'll be like. Look at your face. I've done that to you and I'm before. Like, oh my gosh, I, I don't even realize that yeah, I'm wearing. I'm right thinking out of it. about something, and mm-hmm. I mean that just automatically goes to my face, and I can't. Well, you're introspective, and that might have something to do with it. Maybe like you're just thinking about something. But I've done the same thing to you because you look so angry or so distraught, <laughs> That's terrible. like you want to like punch somebody and their dog, and like <laughs> you like I'll be like, what's wrong with you? And 
And then you just snap out and you're like, oh, nothing, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I make That's fun of her. not good for the wrinkles, I, but I yeah. make fun of her all the time for that, but I'm used to it. So, I, I know that, like, she doesn't hate me when she's happy. Well, sometimes she might, but for the most part, <laughs> she doesn't when she's having those covered, those face expressions. So, the next thing, I'm going to actually make fun of myself on this because you and I have laughed so many times about this. So, since we started recording this podcast, we were really, I'm getting more comfortable with it now. But, like, at first I was really uncomfortable because it was a new venture. And, you know, even though I've studied public speaking and different things like that, when you turn, it's almost like with a video camera a lot of times, you're fine until you press the record button. Mm -hmm. And... So it was it was uncomfortable. So it, listening back, yeah, because we have to edit. Episodes. We have to edit and do the beginning and ending yes. of our episodes, and so we have to listen back to them. And oh my gosh! <laughs> so recently, we were doing an in, in, um, interview with Jamie Toledo. She she did great. Such a sweet lady. But at one point, I asked her. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just started thinking about I it. I asked her, like, what she did when she lost her gojo. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I meant mojo, but I said gojo and never skipped a beat. And then afterwards, I realized what I said, and I told Beth, I was like, oh, my God, gojo's a hand cleaner. <laughs> and then I had this image of, of this big container in our garage growing up of dad's gojo hand cleaner. And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. It's a hand cleaner. It is not mojo. And we have laughed about this yes. so much, y'all, because I'll be like, did you get your gojo back? So even yesterday, yeah, <laughs> yesterday I'm just working and I randomly get a text from her. She was at, where were you, like Lowe's or somewhere? No, I was at um, the farm tractor supply getting some chicken feed. Okay, so I get this picture from her. And it's this whole, like, whole, uh, what was it, like a rack of it? It was or? the whole rack of Gojo hand cleaner wipes. The hand cleaner wipes. And she sends me a text with this picture. She's like, I was just wondering if you needed any of this. And, of course, I just erupted into laughter. It was but, meant to be. I was in the checkout, and it was right in front of me. I was like, I have to take a picture of this and send it to Chrissy. I mean, we'll probably, I'm always going to call it Gojo now instead I mean, of Mojo. Yeah, it's funny. But I'm going to make fun of myself, too. I probably said it a bunch in this podcast. <laughs> have y'all noticed that everything I say, I say, I think this is important to say? Apparently, whatever I say, I think it's important to say. Which, I mean, I'm sure it is. But I, do I have to say that before? Obviously, I'm saying it because it's important to say. So, yeah, I make fun of myself endlessly for that. Like, oh, here comes something important to say. I think so, this is important to say. <laughs> I think it's really important that you just said that. I think it's really important to make fun of yourself. <laughs> there so, was one episode that I was like, oh, my gosh, shut up, Beth. That is ridiculous. Okay, another one of my favorites. This is not my favorite. I am trying to do better about this. I really did not realize I did it until I was editing an episode and I listened to it. I was like, oh my gosh, how many times can I say the word um? <laughs> like that is just a pause to use occasionally when you're gathering your thoughts. Not like, um, um, like. I don't a- think you've said it a lot. I mean, right now, do, have you said it a lot? That's because in my brain, I'm consciously thinking, <laughs> do not say um. So. Well, I, mean, I think I said um quite a bit too, but that probably goes back to us feeling a little bit uncomfortable initially yeah. because it's not something 
our, our conversations flow very freely right. with us and other people, but there's something about when, when you you're going to be recording and yeah. you know other people are going to yeah. hear that, yeah. that you just get awkward. You know how we love Friends. What's that um, Friends episode where... Chandler's completely normal, and then when somebody tries to take his picture, he turns into a freak. Yeah, like he, he does the weirdest, he does he the does weirdest weird expressions. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. that's a little bit how it feels when you're first recording, and you're, you're. We talk about how we don't even like to really hear our voices recorded. Yeah, for me, that was hard at first because I don't even like to hear myself recorded. Well, because we're used to hearing each other, but right. when you hear yourself, it's just totally different. And I mean, I've known that since I was a kid. Right. You know, remember when we used to do little. Um, talk shows oh yeah like when we were kids cassette tapes. when we had cassette tapes yeah. and a little recorder we would press record and we would interview each other i'll never forget this is back to how you couldn't can't say ours at one point we were doing this interview and you were a little kid oh, and, and i was and i was asking you about a, a car accident i guess it, part of this is you had been in a car accident and mm. i was ac- asking you about it and you said you were telling your story and you said i fractured my lip <laughs> Still makes me laugh. I'm like, first of all, how do you that. fracture your lip? Yeah, that's not but a thing. I fractured my lip. <laughs> but oh yeah, that's funny. Gosh. We've been recording since we were young. So what my yeah. point was, I've heard myself recorded since I was mm-hmm. young, but it's still like, wait a minute, is that me? Do I really sound like I that? I know, I know. Well, uh, I think that being able, though, we can still work on those things that maybe we need to improve upon, right? Like yeah. we don't want to just laugh at everything that's maybe a flaw. We always want to grow and we want to um, develop. And I'm my, my brain is fogging because again, I'm so hot right now. Um, we always want to grow and we always want to, you know, improve on the things that are not great about us. But being able to laugh about it and being able to be less critical of yourself, just like we're talking about in the podcast episodes. Yeah, we might look at ourselves and say, oh my God, shut up, Beth. That's not that important. Or Christy, don't say um again. Right. But someone else may listen and there may be something really meaningful in that for someone. And they may not even hear us saying all of the dumb stuff that we hear. And ultimately, that's what matters anyway. But yeah, I mean, you and I are all, all about personal development and personal growth. So I definitely think there are things we should work on, especially if it's something that makes us really uncomfortable about ourselves that we can laugh at, but we really want to change and do better. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely think that we should always be striving to be the best version of ourselves, but also not take ourselves so seriously. And also don't like the perfectionism trap is can really hold you back mm-hmm. from doing so many things. I mean, it has in, in my life. Because I was, uh, you know, I basically thought I wasn't good enough to do a certain thing or was so hard on myself and wanted to be perfect at it that it kept me from doing a lot of things. So, just, you know, we aired those episodes and we will continue to air those episodes that we don't love. And we're like, oh, my God, really? Yeah. Because I think that's a good example of you getting away. Like you said, you struggle with perfectionism. You getting away from some of that and being Mm -hmm. able to laugh at yourself because you're still putting it out into the universe and saying, hey, this is me. No, I'm not perfect. Yes, I'll get better. Right. And I think that that's that's a great thing. And that's what this what we're talking about today is, you know, if you're feeling really hard on yourself or you want to take a step and do something different or put yourself out there but you're taking it so seriously Mm -hmm. and you're afraid that people are going to criticize you. 
maybe offset that a little bit with laughing at yourself, laughing with someone, being lighthearted. Like, like, you know, people say, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Like with Christy and I put ourselves out there. What's the worst that can happen? People are going to say, oh, I don't like that. I'm not going to listen to it. Okay. Oh, well. They said, um, too many times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's something that I always like to ask myself, like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And just learn to t- be a little bit more lighthearted about things and not so overly critical of ourselves. Yes. I love that. We done making fun of each other? I think so. Is that it? I mean, I'm sure we'll continue to have many, <laughs> many things to laugh at and that's okay too. It we need to get, life better. we need to get our brother on here. He could, he could go on yes, and on. Yes, we do. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us and listening to us talk about all of our our flaws. And in the show notes, I always forget about this, but in the show notes, we're going to put a link to our website. We'll put a link to our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group about this podcast or called the same thing as this podcast about this podcast, all of that. So we'll put a link to that. That's where we kind of discuss episode topics and we put out some information about the the shows and kind of get feedback so we'll put a link for that in the show notes as well and if you haven't subscribed to our podcast why haven't you <laughs> <laughs> i mean exactly. why haven't you go do it yeah come on and we would love if you would share it like we would really we love when our friends and listeners share our podcast with others because the ultimate goal of this is just to help people just to brighten people's day inspire them to let them know that they're not alone in the world and you know we're all in this together uh and going back to like our subject matter we love uh last week we did a listener suggestion uh from Sandra McCoy on dealing with negative people always feel free in that group or otherwise to give us some topics you want to hear because that's what this is about is we want to talk about relatable subjects and just give us some ideas of things that you would like to hear us discuss or give tips about or laugh about or or, interview someone about or yeah or interview someone we always we always love that we love getting feedback Yes, thank y'all for for joining us again, and don't forget to laugh at yourself. 